resort. You are now tuned into Pulse Pounding with Mickey Dillon. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm still reeling from Friday. We'll get there. We will get there. Hello, consicles, and welcome back to another episode of Pulse Pounding. It is me, Mickey Dillon. Do I sound like a lesbian? A little bit. I'm. S- <laughs> oh, not the week before Pride Month. Me making disparaging comments about the LGBTQ squared. <laughs> community (sighs) I still don't 100% have my voice back I've got my lesbian tool belt on I am still exhausted honestly let's get all the way down into the business and let's crack a drink real quick okay a little ASMR for you if you will I woke up today at 7 a.m. 8 o'clock a.m. whatever sometime a.m. And this is the millionth day in a row <laughs> where I have gone to bed at like 3, 4, 5, 6 a.m. and woken up at about 8. And I am done. I have had it. I am delusional. I am delirious. My body hurts. My voice is weird. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on this week. I've worked so much that I want to retire, although I cannot afford it, so I will not Okay, this morning, my day off where I should have had a day of rest, the Lord's Day. Not really, because it's not Sunday. But you get my point. It should have been my day to worship myself by sleeping late. And I couldn't because I had to go to where? Where is it that you motherfuckers think I had to go? You know me better than this. Come on, take a guess. Take a guess. Nope, that's not it. Try again. Come on. Come on. Really? 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 third time and then I'll tell you. Nope, that's not it either. I had to go to motherfucking traffic court. What else is new? They should pay me a salary for the amount of times a year that I fucking show up there and spend my entire day waiting at traffic court, okay? I might as well start sweeping the floors or doing some kind of work. Fuck my life. Is it my own irresponsibility? Partially. Also, fuck New York State. Fuck these motherfuckers. Anyway, I would love to tell you the whole wild story of traffic court, but I'm going to have to wait until this issue is 100% resolved, which it is not at this time. So more on that in a later episode. I just still cannot get over it. You know, I know I made a video about it at some point, but I still cannot get over the way people dress at court. What is wrong with you? You are facing a misdemeanor or worse. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing wearing a shirt? This guy was wearing a t-shirt today, okay, that said E equals MDMA. Do you get it? E equals MDMA, ecstasy, okay? Why are you wearing that t-shirt to stand in front of the judge and pretend you are not guilty? Are you out of your mind? Not to mention all the underwear that was hanging out of the jeans. I, I I don't understand. Get a belt. Wear a goddamn belt, okay? There was another man, okay, 50-something year old, little bald, white-ass man who was vaping profusely in the hallway, okay? Clouds of smoke in the hallway. Are you out of your mind? 
What are what are you doing, okay? If you were in your 50s, number one, you are too old to be vaping. That's number one, okay? You look like an idiot. Put the douche flute down and call it a motherfucking day, okay? And the last place that you need to be vaping is the goddamn court hallway waiting to be called in for your case. I saw another woman, okay, who was in a BB t-shirt, okay? Remember BB? You remember BB with the goddamn rhinestones that says BB across the tits? First of all, this is not 2007, okay? Put the BB shirt back in your closet. She was also wearing leggings. No, leggings are a no to goddamn criminal court. Criminal court, not traffic court. Did I mention that? I think I said traffic court. This has turned into a criminal matter. This is criminal court. Me, the most non-criminal ass bitch you ever met, lives in court. It's unbelievable. This bitch was wearing a BB t-shirt with the rhinestones across her titties, okay? She looks like a 50-something-year-old diner waitress. She looks like she's been smoking cigarettes and popping Adderall since she came out of the womb, and she is wearing goddamn platform flip-flops. That was hard to say. Platform flip-flops. <laughs> and she is flipping and flopping across the goddamn hallway. You know that noise it makes where the fucking flip-flop slaps across your foot, it slaps it, and while you're walking, and it makes a... Sounds like that? This bitch is whack, whack, whacking down the hallway, which you know she did in the courtroom, chewing and blowing bubbles on her goddamn bubblegum. These people have lost their mind. If you did something, there is no way you're getting away with a goddamn thing acting like this, motherfucker. I have the biggest mouth in America, okay? The biggest, fattest, nastiest mouth in America. And I go to court every time, too many times, in my goddamn best outfit, in a goddamn innocent sweater. And I say, yes, no, please, thank you, so sorry. I am a quiet little fucking lamb. I am so innocent. I should start playing the scared gay boy act. Anytime I get myself into any trouble, I should just be like, I don't know what I mean. I'm just a poor little homosexual during almost Pride Month. And maybe I'll get away with my shit easier. <sighs> One day I'll be able to tell this story about the goddamn things that have gone on in the past three days, okay? But it's not today. Okay, let me take a sip of my twisted tea. I'm foregoing the coffee today, and we're going right to the alcohol, because we need to get all the way down into the business and really talk about this shit. Goddamn BB across your titties in 2022 at goddamn court with your flipping and flopping, okay? I take you no types of serious in your BB shirt. I don't even think they have a BB store anymore, okay? Get with the times, bitch. Okay, this past Friday, this past Friday, woo! <laughs> Let's get into it. This past Friday, I went to the Bree Runway concert, and all night at work on Thursday, I couldn't focus on the goddamn thing. I did absolutely nothing. We were kind of busy, and I had to get things done, but mentally, I was somewhere else. Mentally, I was at home thinking about what I was going to wear, okay? I get home at fucking midnight, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. I'm trying to get my shit together, okay? I didn't go to bed until goddamn four in the morning because I couldn't sleep because I was anticipating what incredible things I would witness the next evening. That is what I was doing instead of sleeping, thinking about how I should be sleeping so I could be rested and ready to experience the show of a lifetime. And I then decided that it was a smart idea to wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning to put myself together. Did I do a good job? No, I still looked like shit, but whatever. And go to the city to stand in line, or sit, rather, all fucking goddamn day to be the first 
person to enter that goddamn building so that I would ensure that I would be front row at motherfucking Bree Runway, okay? I have not waited outside for hours for a concert since I was probably 20. When I was younger, my teen years, we used to do that shit all the time, me and my friends. I would force all my friends. I don't know why they wanted to go to a concert with me. (laughs) Any general admission show for an artist that I loved, we would be on that fucking line seven hours early. We were always the first goddamn ones there. And if we were the second, even though it doesn't matter because you're going to be in the front row, I was fucking pissed. How dare I not be the first person there? The amount of times I sat online by myself because my friends didn't want to go anymore at 19, 20 years old to see goddamn Wiz Khalifa front row is incredible. But you know what happened to my friends who showed up late? They were all the way stuck in the fucking back while Snoop Dogg was passing me the microphone. Yes, that is a true story. Snoop Dogg passed me the microphone during Drop It Like It's Hot at the Wiz Khalifa concert because no one knew the fucking words. Who doesn't know the words to Drop It Like It's Hot? Have you lost your mind? That was my shit in sixth grade. Anyway, I go to the pre-runway concert and I get there and sit down on my goddamn pillowcase, okay? I brought a pillowcase because I am not a street-sitting ass bitch. I am not sitting on the dirty, grimy streets of New York City filled of piss and rat shit, okay? I am not sitting down on that street. I brought a pillowcase. I laid it out. I bought myself an external charger at the deli for $30. I thought I was going to get price gouged so hard. $30. Best $30 I ever spent. I got my Starbucks, my pumpkin loaf. Okay? I'm on a crash diet. I had a nice, beautiful steak on my cheat day and some fried shit today. But on the regular, we are down to (laughs) 1,500 calories or less a day. We are eating tuna and chicken out of a bag and nothing but fresh vegetables and nuts and fruits, okay? Because I am not going to be a bumpy, lumpy, chunky bitch for this fucking summer. I am not going to goddamn Miami looking anything less than spectacular. I will start going tanning. I will be five shades darker than this goddamn Casper the ghost complexion that I am now. I want to be so dark this summer that someone accuses me of cultural appropriation. So I sit down on my pillowcase and I have a long day ahead of me. There is not one fucking goddamn person there besides me for literally three hours. Three hours (laughs) later that I could have gone. I got there before the fucking crew. I got there and the first person who was working the event was locked out of the venue at noon. The first person to show up that is working this concert is locked out of the venue. Then the second and third person show up and people keep asking me, oh, you're working the event tonight? You're waiting? No, bitch. I'm here for the show. Do you see my goddamn Brie Runway t-shirt? I think it is so corny to wear someone's merch (laughs) to their own concert. I think it's so fucking corny, especially because I like to stalk my artists outside and get pictures with them. And the last thing you want to do is get a picture with an artist that you love with their face on your t-shirt because you look like a goddamn stalker fan. But I did make an exception because I've seen in pictures and videos that the crew and the band tend to wear her shirt, the, the same one I have, around the venue and the show. So I said, you know what? If they can do it, I can fucking do it. 
So I sat down with my Starbucks pumpkin loaf and my fucking iced caramel latte, okay? I used my entire calorie count <laughs> because I wanted two pieces of the fucking pumpkin bullshit loaf and a goddamn macchiato, okay? I didn't eat another goddamn thing all day. No wonder why I had a splitting headache when I left. Hours I'm sitting there. People are asking me if I am homeless, okay? The goddamn homeless person that passed me asked me where I came from because he's never seen me in this area. I don't belong here, but you know what? I took the goddamn train to the city, okay? I took the goddamn train. It takes me almost two hours to take the train from here to the city. I get to the train station in my town, and they tell me they're doing fucking track work, and they put me on a party bus Okay, to go three stations away and catch the fucking train. I don't want to be on a goddamn party bus with a bunch of old ass people at nine o'clock in the morning. I take the bus, I get on the train, I get to the city. I decided to walk from Penn Station to the fucking venue an hour away because who's taking the motherfucking subway in this economy or this state of the world? Okay, people are dying on the subway left and right. I'm not getting on that fucking subway. You're not going to catch me dead on the subway. Okay, absolutely not. Everyone has lost their goddamn mind. I get to the venue, I sit down on my fucking pillowcase with my loaf and my fucking coffee, and this homeless man is asking me where I have come from because he has never seen me in this area, okay? That that moment, I debated putting out a goddamn change cup to make back the money I spent on the train ticket and the concert ticket and the goddamn external charger because these people are throwing dollars left and right. Another homeless man asked me if he could take a picture of me. A picture of me. First, he walked up to me and said, I looked like a model. Okay, so I don't know what kind of heavy drugs he was on. I look like Ursula the Sea Witch with this skin. Okay, Ursula the Sea Witch. I'm 20 pounds up from where I was before COVID. I look like Ursula the Sea Witch crossed with Free Willy. And you're telling me I look like a model? You're not getting any money from me, sir. And you're not getting a goddamn cigarette. Okay, I gave three cigarettes out and that is my max. That is my max. When someone comes by and says, do you have an extra cigarette? After three, I say, no, this is my last one every time. This man asked me if he can take a goddamn picture of me and send it to his family in Atlanta and keeps repeating to me, oh, you know, there's bad shit going on there in Atlanta, but I won't even tell you. Uh, there's bad shit going on in there, but I won't even tell you. Okay, after the third time of you won't even tell me, I don't care anymore. So just stop telling me that you're not going to tell me. I don't care what's going on in Atlanta because I don't live there and I don't know anyone there. So whatever weird undercover shit you're talking about that your people are involved in, your family's involved in, Keep it to yourself because I don't want to be a goddamn accomplice. Thank you. Okay, so I am waiting it out outside this venue. And I realized real quickly how goddamn old I am because it was not as fun as it used to be. I was not in the mood that I used to be. Was I excited? A hundred percent. But I was fucking tired and I was dreading the fact that I had all these hours to go. It was beautiful and sunny, but I knew the rain was coming. However, I kept thinking to myself, I'm scoping the building, right? This is what I do. When I go to my venues and I go to my general admission shows, I scope the venue. I do a lap around the block and I find out where like the side or back entrance is so that I know when the show is over and it's time for me to find my artist and get my picture exactly where I'm running to, okay? The last song of the concert, you walk to the back of the crowd, and then as soon as it's over, you run out the door first, and you get to the side entrance so that you're the first person waiting there. There is no side entrance at this venue, okay? Bowery Ballroom in the city. 
and I realize that at some point, Brie Runway herself is going to have to pull up to this front door and walk inside, and I'm the only goddamn person here, so things are looking real good for me. The crew starts coming, the band starts coming. I made an excellent new friend by the name of Nate Notes, who is a very talented guitarist, keyboardist, producer extraordinaire, okay? I love my Brits. I love when the Brits come out and they start talking to me in their accent and they're like, LA, what are you doing here? And I'm like, woo Let's go! Love Nate to death, kept bringing me water bottles. <laughs> what a gracious host he was at this venue. And then the second person showed up and I was like, oh no, oh no, there's more people here. There goes my cover. And you know, the Gen Z, honestly, a lot of the kids that were there to wait online for a few hours in advance, somebody showed up like three hours after me, maybe. And then after that, it, it, people started trickling in like two hours, three hours before the show started. This Gen Z, man, they're not the same. When we used to sit outside on these lines all day, when we were 18, 19, 20, we would make friends with everybody. It was like a big fucking party outside the venue all day. It was like a tailgate. Everybody was having fun. We were drinking. We were smoking. We were partying. We were getting to know each other. We all became like a big group. And then by the time we went in, the 10, 12, however many, depending on the venue, people were in the front row. We're all like a little group of friends. We were all hanging out. We were all dancing together. This was not that. I don't know what kind of anxiety epidemic or I don't even want to call it anxiety because a lot of them were just downright fucking rude. Everyone thinks they're a goddamn supermodel, okay? Because of social media and Instagram and Twitter and all this shit. Everyone is dressed in leather and sunglasses, no matter if it is pitch black out. Everyone thinks that they are fucking Kim Kardashian walking down the street, okay? Everyone thinks that they are a goddamn superstar and that they are too good for you. Either that or they're on so many goddamn anxiety medications, they can't even form a sentence. So I'm telling you right now, I was not making friends all day that day. I tried my hardest, but the only people I could make friends with who could hold an adult conversation for more than 60 seconds were the adult members of the band and the crew for Brie Runway. So thank you to them for entertaining me all day. All of a sudden, it starts pouring. And I had thought to myself before I left, I got to grab an umbrella. I couldn't find one in my house. I don't know where the fuck all my umbrellas have disappeared to. Did anyone see the sequels to Halloween Town, Halloween Town 2, where everybody turns fucking gray in certain areas, whatever they do to Halloween Town, right? And you go to that guy's house. I can't remember his name, but he has the weird whiny voice. Um, and all the lost things <laughs> go to his house and it's just piles and piles and piles of the weirdest, most random shit just everywhere. That's where all my goddamn umbrellas are, okay? Because I had five. Where the fuck are my umbrellas? Who is taking my umbrellas out of the house? What kind of sleep demon is crawling out from under my bed to fuck with me by stealing my umbrellas and taking them to the underworld so that I have nothing? Let me know and get the fuck out of my house, okay? Okay, get your own goddamn umbrella, sleep demon ass bitch. The fuck you need an umbrella for in hell? Does it rain there? I don't think so. What kind of moisture is going on in the depths of hell? It starts pouring after a couple hours of me being there. And thank 
God, thank the fucking Lord that he was looking out for me because there was an awning over one of the doors of the venue right where I was standing and me and like one other person could fit under it because it was the spot that we happened to be waiting online and all the other people, I felt so bad, were stuck behind us. There's like another 10 people just out in the pouring rain trying to huddle under their umbrellas. They've got rain ponchos. It was a whole fucking mess. It really was. Lo and behold, just a couple hours before the show, Brie Runway herself pulls up, pops out. I didn't even realize it was her. She came in so inconspicuous in her hooded sweatshirt running into the venue. She's apologizing to everybody waiting online for the rain as if she is Mother Nature and it is her fault that it is raining. So sweet, so cute. But it's New York, bitch. We're used to the rain. It's fine. So she starts talking to everybody online. I had sent her all these crazy videos to her DMs. <laughs> I must have looked like such a fucking lunatic. I was sending her all these videos of me sitting on the goddamn pillowcase talking about how I had to walk there all this shit, just complaining about my day for no fucking reason. Obviously thinking that she's not going to open these DMs. And she's talking to all the people next to me and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry about the rain. Thanks for waiting, blah, blah, blah. And she comes up and she points at me and she goes, and you with your pillowcase. Hello. <laughs> and I was like, you fucking saw that? <laughs> oh, that was funny. So then I'm trying to get my picture with her, right? Because I'm like, let me get this done early so I can get in, get out, get going. I got a poster to sign. I got a picture to get. I got shit to do, you know? I also brought her a tiger's eye because I'm like a crystal bitch now, you know? I'm like a weird with the crystals since like 2020. I brought her like a red tiger's eye because it's good for um, protection and confidence and all this other shit, right? I had it in my pocket and I was talking to her and I just was so focused on too many things I forgot to give her the goddamn red tiger's eye, whatever. Maybe I'll send it to her. <laughs> Does anybody know Brie Runway's address? Send it my way. I got a package. I got a package to send her. <laughs> so anyway, I'm trying to get my picture. And she's like, I got to go do my sound check. I'm late. I'll come back. I promise. Kept her promise. Came back after sound check. And these kids next to me were talking to her. Got a picture with her. And then I turn around for two seconds and she ducks into the subway. First of all, Brie Runway, okay? The subways are not safe at this time. What are you doing jumping into the subway, Brie Runway? Have you not read the news recently? Stay out of the subway. It is dangerous down there. So now I'm pissed, right? Now I'm pissed. I'm like, Brie Runway is gone. And by the time she gets back, we'll already be in the venue. And I did not get a goddamn picture with her. I love Brie Runway because she wears sunglasses everywhere she goes, even on a goddamn rainy day. Anybody who knows me knows I don't leave the house without sunglasses. It could be fucking pouring outside. I am not going anywhere without the goddamn sunglasses. I love that so much because I am the same person. The doors open at eight and he's literally just opening the door. And I'm like thinking to myself as a grown rational adult, okay, let me be patient and he'll let him open both the doors and tell us to go in before I just barge in like a goddamn stampede, okay? This is not Astro World. This is the Brie Runway concert at the Bowery Ballroom. These motherfuckers behind me are yelling in their nasty tones with their eye rolls because they have been taking their selfies all day because they are superstars, okay, in their own mind with their 400 followers apiece, okay? Goddamn superstars. Everyone's a superstar. Everyone's at the real so-and-so, even though nobody's trying to impersonate that. You know what I mean? 
at the real so-and-so, at official this. Who's trying to impersonate you? No one even knows who you are. You're a streetwalker in New York City. Give me a goddamn break. And they're like, go, go. They start running up the stairs past me. Running up the stairs past me. What is wrong? With this generation, that you have no respect for people, okay? Back in the day, oh my god, I sound like my fucking grandpa. Kill me now. Is this what 30 is gonna be like? I'm turning 30 this year and I'm turning into a fucking six year old man. When I went to these concerts, everyone had respect for each other and nobody was preaching about the respect on fucking Twitter and Instagram, okay? We were just showing it in real life, it wasn't fake ass bullshit. And nobody who waited in line all day was running in front of each other. If anything, the person behind you was like, oh, you go, you were here, like you waited, you go. These motherfuckers are trying to run right past me. I said, not today, okay? I took these tree trunk legs and I put on my best sprint and I made it front row and center. Don't fucking play games with me, bitch. I have marked my spot. X marks is the spot. I'm not going anywhere. I peed six times. <laughs> between 7 and 7.45 before those fucking doors opened because I was not moving from my goddamn spot because these pushy-ass people next to me are not playing games. They are not playing games. They are gunning for my spot like sharks in the water. I met, okay, a fabulous drag queen who was standing next to me. Anita Tension. She is, if you are not looking into Anita Tension on Instagram, this bitch stands on a stage in heels and does a backflip off of the stage onto the floor in her shows. Have you are you fucking listening to that? On an elevated stage in four to six inch heels and does a backflip off of the stage onto the floor below it. That is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. This bitch is unbelievable. So I need attention is next to me. We make friends. Finally, someone I can fucking vibe with after all day of these bitches. Alex Malley was the opener. And I always try to show openers energy and respect because it takes A, balls, and B, it's frustrating to come out to a crowd who is there for someone else who is not you and you're trying to get them going when you know, for the most part, most times at smaller shows, they don't know who you are, they don't know your music, you may have one popular song that they know, but over your 30 minute set, if everyone in the crowd is dead fucking energy, it's not going to be a good time. So I always try to show openers respect and energy and get into what they're doing and engage with them you know so me <laughs> and anita are standing next to each other and we're vibing we're vibing this alex malley bitch just comes out with these vocals out of nowhere and i was like excuse me bitch what Woo! let's fucking go these vocals she are coming out of nowhere she's doing this song called uh, what the fuck was it called? I don't give a fuck how you feel or something where she says, tell me how you feel. I don't give a fuck how you feel. And it was like a call and response and everybody was engaged. She had the goddamn energy pump in. Everyone was living for the performance. Her DJ comes out at one point out of nowhere and starts rapping and she was sick. I don't know where this bitch Alex Malley came from, but it was out of control. One of the best openers I've ever seen that I didn't know who they were before, that I wasn't engaged in what they were doing before. Absolutely incredible. Five stars for Alex Malley.
Now I'm trying to set myself up, okay? Because we're waiting for Brie Runway. Alex Malley has come and gone. Rewind to when I was standing online the night before Malibu Mitch had showed up at the first New York show for Brie and done their song Gucci together. And I'm like, fuck me. Fuck me in the face. I knew I should have went to the first night show. I knew I should have fucking quit my job and taken that night off since no one would goddamn cover my shift, motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Because now I miss goddamn Malibu Mitch. And what are the odds that she's going to show up two nights in a row in New York? Probably not. But you know what? When I was waiting outside online, guess who pops out of their car and runs up to the front door? Malibu fucking Mitch. And I started. (laughs) I almost pissed myself. I was like, Mally, get over here. Demanding that she just comes over to me because that's what I think I can do. And sweet as she is, she came over and talked to us and took a picture with me. And I was fucking hyped. I couldn't wait. I've been dying to see Malibu Mitch live. And I just have not called a show of hers in New York. So I was like, I know this isn't going to be like a big thing. She's just going to pop in and out. But I was so excited for her to pop out. So I knew that was happening. Back to Nate. When I had made friends with Nate, he was like, listen, you're the first person here. You got to take some good videos, like get some good videos of me. So now I am waiting for Brie. I am so excited. It's finally happening. I have been waiting since fucking 2020 for this bitch to come to the United States. Okay. And now I am focused on where my angles are. Where's the guitar so I can find Nate and make sure I get the videos. How many songs in until Malibu Mitch comes out? Because I need to catch that. I need to see what's going on here. I'm looking at the set list. I'm looking at the set list taped to the stage a couple minutes before the show. We're trying to fix the fan. One of her fans, one of her Beyonce fans is broken. And Anita next to me is (laughs) an ex-stage crew member of the school musicals. Is trying to fucking fix the fan with the tech guys. We get the fan going. I'm noticing what's missing off the set list. It was Somebody Like You, the new single. Everyone was fucking pissed. But we did get two new songs which are unreleased, a nice little preview. Let me tell you something, okay? Let's really get into it. When Brie Runway popped out of the car outside to walk into the venue, she was a regular bitch, okay? She was a regular girl in a hoodie coming by to say hello. When she walked out onto that stage, she was a fucking superstar, okay? And in smaller venues, the stage entrances are limited. When you go to an arena tour, when you go to a stadium tour, somebody's coming out of the fucking sky, somebody's jumping off the side of the building, somebody's elevating from under the stage with smoke and flashing lights. When you're in a smaller venue, you're walking onto the stage with minimal set and props and fucking magic. You're just walking onto the stage out of the side door. This bitch walked onto the stage of this 600-person venue like it was goddamn Yankee Stadium, okay? This bitch played a sold-out show in the Bowery Ballroom as if we were at the motherfucking Grammys. What a goddamn superstar. She dances, she sings, the live vocals, the live mix, the live band, the outfits. She gave us an outfit one night on the first night of New York that was completely different from the second night. She pops out in some blue shit that we've never seen before with the blue wig. A goddamn superstar. If you have not 
listened to anything I've said over the course of this show and the previous show, I have been screaming Brie Runway from the motherfucking rooftops, okay? If you have not checked into Brie Runway, it is the most important recommendation I have ever made about music. This bitch is a goddamn superstar, and you're going to find out soon enough. But if you get on too late, if you show up too late, you're going to miss the motherfucking train, like I did on the way home from the concert. (laughs) We're getting there. The show was fucking incredible. The New York energy. This is why I'm pissed that I'm going to Philly to see The weekend. Did I update you on that? We got tickets to The weekend, but we're going to Philly because the prices in New York on resale are out of control. I think I told you this already. But this is why I'm pissed that I'm going to Philly, even though I'm just excited to go. Because the New York energy is unbelievable. And every artist who comes to play New York, no matter how big or small the venue that has never played here before, is always blown away by the energy. We don't fucking play around, okay? We don't play around in New York. And the New York gays... We don't fucking play with our pop bitches, okay? If you're coming all the way out here to play a show, especially someone like her from the UK, if you're coming out here to play a show for us like we've been asking you to, we're going to show out and we're going to give you what you're looking for and then some. You're not even going to know what to do. And that's exactly what happened. The set list was perfect. The dancers were incredible. You cannot teach stage presence. You cannot teach superstardom and that fucking bitch brie runway has stage presence that is unmatched and she is a fucking superstar nobody can teach you how to do that it either comes natural you have it or you don't an absolute fucking star from start to finish i have never seen someone come out of the gate on their first tour performing like a fucking veteran i have never seen it in my life it is incredible The variety of the music, the slow shit with the vocals, the pop shit, it's just, there's, it's unmatched. It's unmatched. I don't know what's going on in the world where we keep praising all these mid-level bitches, okay, in the pop game. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to name any names, Chloe, okay? I'm not going to name any names, Chloe. I don't know why we're praising all these mid-level bitches okay take all their budgets take everyone's budget and give it to brie runway and watch what the fuck she does with it okay i'm tired of this motherfucking shit gucci comes and i know malibu mitch is popping right out shout out to malibu mitch okay malibu mitch is the baddest independent new york female rapper fight me okay fight me i don't give a fuck we could run the fade outside right now it's young ma it's azealia banks and it's malibu mitch I don't want to fucking hear any different. Malibu Mitch is that bitch. And if you haven't gotten into her, make sure you do. Absolutely out of control. I was so excited for her to come out so I could finally fucking see her do something live, anything. She literally gave me 40 seconds maybe, and I was happy with it. I don't know how the money started. I think it was Anita. Anita, that bitch, she started all the trouble that night in the best way possible. Uh, she started throwing money dollar bills singles or some shit and then we all started following suit i tried to give brie a five (laughs) i was like fuck you cheap ass bitches you're all giving dollars i'm gonna give a five and she gave it back 
And then I wouldn't take it because I really wanted to put it in her bra. I should have just asked for it. I should have said, I want to put it in your bra because that's where she put the rest of the money. She started picking up the singles and stuffing it in her tits. And I should have just said, that's where I wanted to put it. So she gave it to some stranger who tried to give it back to me. And I declined because once you give something away, you don't take it back. And she was calling me out right in the front row. She was like, take your $5 bill back. You, you traveled all this way to get here and waited outside all day. You were the first in line. And I was like, good for me, bitch. You better fucking tell me about it. This is what I've been waiting for. Good for me. <laughs> so shout out to Brie Runway for the most incredible fucking debut U.S. headline shows. There is nobody doing it the way you are doing it. Someone should send her the idea for her next music video, okay? Whatever next music video you're doing for an up-tempo pop track, whatever that turns out to be, you need to be in a goddamn suit, okay? With the little driver's hat on in the front of a hearse. The front of a hearse. It could be black, it could be pink, we could get crazy, I don't care. You are sitting in the driver's seat of the hearse, you are the driver, and we are gonna pan back through the window Go inside the back, okay? Lift the latch of the hearse, and we're going to zoom in on the coffin. That could also be pink, black. I don't care what color it is. And on the coffin, it's going to say every other pop bitch's career, all right? All the other girls, something to that effect. Everyone else who's ever done it, because you are killing these bitches okay these hoes have nothing on brie runway so that's what we're doing in your next music video we are throwing a funeral for the death of every other bitch's career thank you show ends and you know i pop outside immediately i am on a fucking mission I'm chatting with my new friend Nate, sending him some lovely videos. I got the best fucking videos right up front of everything that was going on, and I was so happy. I wanted to shake my ass and drop my ass on the floor. But you know what? Something about these general admission shows these days, I don't know if it's just because I'm old now. I don't know if times have changed, but you just have no room. I had no room to move my fucking elbows, let alone drop my fucking ass to the floor, but I did the best I could. I'm outside. I think I waited about an hour. And here she comes, the queen herself, popping out of the goddamn venue right out front. I think there was probably like eight or ten of us left, so it was pretty chill. And somebody immediately tells her that they're pissed that she didn't do the new single. So she starts singing it for us a cappella. <laughs> what a fucking time to be alive. And I finally got my picture, and then I was able to go home. Did I miss the train? And did I have to take the train to the wrong stop because that was the only only place it was going and then spend $50 on an Uber to get back to my car at the other train station that was only 20 minutes away. Yes, I fucking did. Did I get home at 5 a.m. knowing I had to be at work early the next morning? Yeah, I fucking did. Do I regret it? No, but I'll tell you what, for the next three goddamn days, today's the first day I feel like a normal person. My body was on fire. My shins, I've never had shin pain before. Did I make the wrong shoe choice? A hundred percent. That's my own fault. However, after sitting on the goddamn streets of New York City all day and standing in that goddamn venue for hours, my fucking body was on fire. I've never had shin pain. I felt like someone repeatedly beat me in the shins with a baseball bat, okay? I felt like whoever that bitch was that got attacked by Tanya Harding. It was goddamn miserable. But you know what? It was worth every second of pain <laughs> to experience that show the way that I did.
Okay, I have to take a quick sip. If you're drinking with me, take a quick sip. If you have a coffee, take a quick sip. I don't care. Take a quick sip of something. A little ASMR for you. I'm a YouTuber now. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so I just have to tell you real quick that I went on a super secret undercover mission today and it failed miserably, but I planned to go to a religious organization today that is very cult-like and very weird from my perspective, and I planned to go in there undercover today and pose as someone who was trying to join to get some information and see how the experience went. And especially after I told them I was a homosexual. But I failed miserably because I got to their congregation, let's call it. I think that's the proper way to say it. And nobody was there. So we're going to try again tomorrow because they have a meeting at 7 p.m. And I have an interview to do tomorrow at 7 p.m. regarding this topic, okay? Regarding this religious experience. More on that next week. So I'm going to pop up on these bitches at 6 p.m. An hour before their meeting and see if someone will talk to me. So stay tuned because they might kidnap me and kill me if they figure out that I am, in fact, undercover investigating. Okay? I am goddamn Inspector Gadget at this point. Just call me an investigative journalist. <laughs> Just fucking kidding. However, let's see what happens. Okay? Stay tuned for next week and find out if I was kidnapped. All right, before I go, let's get into a quick story, okay? Because now that I've talked to your ear off for a fucking hour about my goddamn concert, I have a close friend. Let's call her Pam. <laughs> Pam's boyfriend. Let's call him Sam. <laughs> Pam and Sam. <laughs> Pam and Sam, green eggs and ham. So Pam and Sam have been together for like eight years, right? And they've been going through a rough patch for the last little bit. And... Pam has been deciding if she wants to stay with him. They've been together since they were young. They've gone through the beginning of their 20s together. She wants to move out. She wants to get an apartment. She wants to have a family eventually. She wants to get married like all the women do. <laughs> Sorry, women. You know, she's contemplating the whole thing. Is this the right person for me? If I'm going to get out, now's the time, right? So they break up for a month. Sam, I've come to find out after knowing some more about the situation, he's a little bit of a manipulative fuck, <laughs> to put it lightly, and I wasn't aware of this, okay? He seems like a nice, quiet, young man who's not capable of any of this business, but you know what? Apparently, he is. So he pulls some shit to try to get her back when she breaks up with him, and she's not having it. She wants to be single, she wants to do this, and she's gonna reevaluate in a few months. I told Pam, I said, you better fucking stick to this. You are in your early 20s. You better live it up. Fuck everyone, okay? Fuck everyone. I've spent my whole 20s in relationships. I'm very happy in my current relationship. The other relationships, well, it's really just the middle one was a complete waste of fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mm, I had such this pretentious attitude about, I don't sleep with all these people. I'm not a whore. Right? And now here I am turning 30 years old, very happy in my relationship. But I think to myself all the time, I should have fucked everyone in my 20s. Listen, I had my fair share of fun in between the relationships. But I should have fucked everyone I wanted to before it was too goddamn late. You know what I'm saying? I should have fucking done all 
of that. So I tell everyone who's younger than me, everyone who is under the age of 24, break up with your boyfriend. Don't be in a relationship. Fuck everyone you want to, when you want to, how you want to, where you want to, okay? In the alley, in the car, on top of a fucking skyscraper. I don't care. Do whatever the fuck you want, when you want, with whoever's wiener. So I'm telling Pam, you better get out there and you better ride a new dick, okay? We need to see a new dick. Woo! Get some dick pics shown to me, okay? Because that's what the gays do. When the gays are locked up in monogamous relationships and the girls get the dick pics, they're like, let me see them. Every girl I know that gets a dick pic, I have this one friend who is newly single. We'll tell a story about her another time. But she is getting dick pics left and right, okay? Do you ever see that game Hungry Hungry Hippo where you would smack the fucking lever and open the hippo's mouth and whoever could eat the most fucking balls. <laughs> it was me. Big surprise. I was the one who always ate the most balls. Whoever could eat the most fucking balls wind. That is her with goddamn dick pics. Okay. She is Mrs. Pac-Man eating all the pellets, but the pellets are dick pics and I am living for every second of it. I have seen so many different sizes, shapes, and colors of penises in the past fucking four weeks since this bitch has been getting the pictures. I can't get enough. I can't wait to see her to see how many and what kind of penises she has to show me on her phone screen. Okay. I cannot fucking wait. Sorry, Duffy, for all the penis talk, okay? Duffy's my brother-in-law. He hates when I talk about the penises. I could say penis one time throughout the episode, and he is in a goddamn uproar. So sorry, Duffy. Sam pulls some wild shit to try to get Pam back. Not respecting her space, showing up at her house to co-parent their dog. And no offense to Pam and Sam, okay, because I love them. But I'm so sick of these people with their dog co-parenting, okay? Grow up. Someone gets the fucking dog. Whoever takes the most care of the dog that the dog lives with primarily, if you don't live together, gets the dog, okay? And the other bitch with the wiener pics, she does the same thing with her ex-boyfriend, okay? Why are we having doggy visitation, okay? If we're going to have a custody battle over the goddamn Pomeranian, please let me know. Can I go to court and file for custody of my fucking 101 Dalmatians? Let me know, because I didn't know this was a thing. There are doggy custody battles happening all over the United States, and everyone complains about this goddamn country. Do you think in the middle of a third world country, they are arguing about the custody of a goddamn dog? Do you know how ridiculous we are as a country that this is happening? I have fucking had enough. I can take you no types of serious in a custody battle over your fucking pooch. Goodbye. Anyway, Pam ends up getting back with Sam just a month later, and I am livid. Livid. You did not spend enough time single, Pam. You should have gotten out there. You didn't even see one new dick. She went on a goddamn trip with all of her friends, and she didn't see one new dick. Now, I get it. You might not be ready. Sometimes people need some time. But I didn't even get to the point where she was ready to see a new dick so I could celebrate with her. The best part of getting to the point where you have broken up and you are feeling good and ready to get out there is finding a new dick. Even if it's not the dick you want to hold on to for a long time, it is the best part of being newly single, seeing a new dick. Pam and Sam get back together. Not but two weeks later, the fucking shoe drops, as my grandma would say. Sam was on Instagram... <laughs> 
<laughs> this is a fucking Dr. Seuss book. Dr. Seuss's estate is going to send me a cease and desist letter for the imitation I am creating at this time. Sam gets on the Instagram, okay? And he's got a message from a brand new bitch. Some random strange bitch from, I don't know, fucking Nebraska. Some weird fucking state where nobody goddamn lives unless they're fucking their sister or a cow. I don't care if that's racist. Well, I mean, if you live in a state, it's not racist. Is it statist? <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay anywhere where they're coming to wait outside your house after you've committed a crime so that they can burn you at the stake like a goddamn witch in Salem I don't want to go there and I don't want to talk to anybody from there I've been to Nebraska very briefly and I know what the people are like there they look like they came out of the goddamn hills have eyes and I 100% believe if I stuck around long enough alone they would have put me on a goddamn roaster like a pig and eaten me for dinner Sam is on the Instagram gets a message from a strange Midwestern bitch, okay? She is flirting with him and he is reciprocating. How do I know this? Because eventually Pam gets all the screenshots. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Mick, did she sneak into his Instagram? Did she hack in to get these screenshots? No, he fucking sent them to her because he's a goddamn asshole. He's flirting with this bitch and she asks for a dick pic. Like a fucking asshole bitch, Sam says, well, I have a girlfriend. Does that bother you? I'm sorry, excuse me, bitch, what? Does that somehow make you feel morally okay? Does that somehow make everything better because you told the stranger whore that you had a girlfriend? You didn't think maybe to say, I can't send you a dick pic because I have a girlfriend? Is the person you're dating for 97 years not supposed to be the person that you show respect? Not this stranger, bitch, but okay, whatever, bro, do you. He then proceeds to send <laughs> the dick pic, okay? And I've seen it. What's a nice way to say it wasn't very impressive? Okay, he sends the dick pic. It turns out <laughs> that the Nebraska stranger whore is a fucking scammer. We don't even know if this was really a woman, what was going on. But she, for all intents and purposes, proceeds to threaten him, okay? She has previously, she's a criminal mastermind, okay? If anyone should go to fucking criminal court, it should be her. I should drop this bitch off instead of myself because I don't deserve this treatment. She proceeds to threaten him because she has stalked his Instagram. She knows who his girlfriend is, who her family is. And who her mother is. And she threatens him that if he doesn't send her a thousand dollars immediately, she's going to send Pam <laughs> the screenshots of the picture of his unimpressive wiener and their conversation okay so this fucking idiot decides to engage and tell her that he doesn't have the goddamn money proceeds to send this stranger whore screenshots of his bank account with the last four digits of his account in it trying to show her that he doesn't have the goddamn money and then proceeds to tell her that he will pay her when he can and tries to borrow the money from other people okay number one i am not a very good liar I don't lie on the regular, but if I need to come up with a story to get myself out of a fucked up or dangerous situation, I'm going to turn it the fuck on. I'm going to figure it out, okay? The first thing I would have said was, oh yeah, bitch? Well, I'm a motherfucking cop, so let me know if you want to go to goddamn prison or if you want to end this conversation, you stupid ass bitch, okay? There is a million things you could have come up with to scare this scamming ass bitch, but you are so slow that you decided to engage 
and send your bank account information. Are you on fucking crack cocaine? Bitch, what? Sam then freaks out so hard that he decides to tell Pam himself (laughs) and send her all the screenshots of what's going on and make a thousand excuses for why he has done this bullshit bitch behavior. And do you know what my fucking first thing I said to Pam was? If this man was this comfortable to send shit like that, unless you're a homosexual, okay, because the gays get down different, in a gay situation... You've been on the grinder if you're a homosexual. You know how it goes. You know how the situation goes, okay? It's hey, hey, sup, not much, dick pic. Boom, done. That's it. That's how it happens. Everyone said to dick pics in the first five minutes. For this man, a straight, to feel this comfortable sending a wiener pic, okay? Especially with that wiener, to <laughs> this stranger whore within five minutes of conversation. Some strange person from goddamn across the country. If this person feels that comfortable to do that within the first couple minutes, it means to me that you have done so before. So you need to kick his bum ass right to the curb, tell him he ain't getting no motherfucking doggy visitation, and block his number. That's it. Block him on the social media. Block his number. Tell your family and your friends to cut that motherfucker off, and you never want to hear from him again. That's it. You are done. The situation is done. And that is exactly what happened. Sam has been blowing up Pam ever since she sent him back into the curb, okay? She dropped off his Xbox. Pam took Sam's Xbox and dropped it off at his house. And in a young 20s relationship, that's how you know it's fucking serious. When the bitch comes over and drops off your Xbox, it's done. It's t- Take that as the telltale sign that you will never see this bitch again. She is about to go catch a what? A new dick. I am so excited for Pam to finally get a brand new dick, a brand new winner. If you are in a relationship, a committed relationship, and furthermore, if you have just been broken up with and you groveled, cried, begged, and pleaded to get the other person back, that's even worse. If you are in any type of relationship situation, stop sending dick pics and or nudes because women do the shit too. Let's not pretend you don't fucking do it, okay? Do not send nudes to stranger whores. Anyone at all, let alone stranger whores, on the fucking internet because you are an idiot and you are going to get caught. You're a lying, cheating piece of shit and you should burn in hell. Somebody should come burn you at the stake. I'm going to take Sam to Nebraska and I'm going to let all those people-eating motherfuckers, okay, cannibalistic-ass bitches, I'm going to let them burn him at the stake like Joan of Arc, okay? You are done, Sam. We are out to get new dicks. And by we, I mean Pam, because I am not doing those things. So if you (laughs) have a lying, cheating piece of shit X, which most of us do, that you'd like to expose, please email your story to us at notthemouseproductions at gmail.com. Okay? You can also find that email linked 
in my Instagram and the podcast Instagram. My Instagram is Mickey, not the mouse. If you are not following that, that's fucking rude. So you better go do it. The Instagram for the podcast is at Pulse Pounding. Please leave a five star review and or comment if that is an option on your preferred streaming service that you are listening to because if you don't if you listen to this entire episode and you have not left a five-star review you are a nasty ass rude ass inconsiderate ass bitch okay in the words of a need attention trick ass bitch trick ass bitch (laughs) love you bitch if you're listening that's all I've got for you. Go stream a Brie Runway song and send me a screenshot and uh, maybe I'll send you something for free. <laughs> We've got mugs that I never release. So if you want one, stream a Brie Runway song, screenshot it and send it to me. Thank you. Have a good day. I will see you hoes next Wednesday when we are exposing another organized religion. <laughs> maybe this is the first. I've only ever exposed the Catholic religion for the farce that it is, but that was in an Instagram video. If you have not watched the story about how how the priest left me his number by coming back to the goddamn restaurant after I had his table the night before to leave me a creepy ass goddamn letter, okay, that he had another employee hand to me, asking me if I wanted to hang out, giving me his number, okay? A 50-something-year-old bald-ass priest. Priest. Sick. So go to Instagram and watch that if you haven't seen it. But we are getting into a cult-like religion, and we have a story a whole interview with someone who has left that religion and we are going to try to infiltrate (laughs) their church and get some more information. So stay tuned for next Wednesday. That shit is going to be something else. All right, I'll see you the fuck later. I got to go finish this drink. Cheers. Bree Runway, stream it, bitch. 